1: and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, trying to bring you a wide variety of really good information all about you and your health. Now, the show is streamed through MyVillageGreen.com. That's MyVillageGreen.com. And this is a reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. They carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and I want you to tune in next Sunday for Kevin's interview on biological dentistry. We have not uh, dealt with that subject enough, and I'm glad that Kevin's going to tackle it. Now, today, our guest is Dr. Michael Clapper, a physician. And we're talking about using a whole food plant-based diet to overcome common diseases such as diabetes and to heal leaky gut. And we will talk about these issues. I just want to give you some information. Uh, Dr. Clapper is a graduate of the University of Illinois College of Medicine in Chicago with postgraduate training in internal medicine, (laughs) surgery, anesthesiology, and orthopedics at the University of British Columbia Hospitals in Vancouver and obstetrics at the University of California, San Francisco. He has practiced acute care medicine in Hawaii, Canada, California, Florida, and New Zealand. From, uh, far more fulfilling to him is his current practice, where he focuses on health-promoting food and lifestyle Choices to help people stay out of hospitals and off of operating tables. He has authored numerous articles on plant based nutrition as well as two books on the subject. Uh, a longtime radio host and a pilot, Dr. Clapper has served as nutrition advisor to NASA's program for space colonists on the moon and Mars and on the Nutrition Task Force of the American Medical Students Association. To minimize suffering of all sentient beings and to improve the health of his patients as well as his own, Dr. Clapper adopted a vegan diet and lifestyle in 1981. He currently practices nutritionally based medicine at True North Health Center in Santa Rosa, California. Welcome to the show, Dr. Clapper.
2: Thank you very much. It's lovely to be with you.
1: Well, I think you have a lot of interesting information to share with us, and your background is fascinating. Uh, You have such a diversity in your medical education and your service in medicine, and so give us a little bit more information about your background. I find it very interesting.
2: Well, I received a classical medical education at the University of Illinois, as you mentioned, and and thought I was just going to be an acute care physician uh, all my life. I thought that's what doctors do, we suture lacerations and reduce fractures and deliver babies. And so for the first 10 years of my career, uh, that's what I was doing. Uh, But I became very frustrated in uh, general practice and that none of my patients were really getting healthier in fact I was watching them all get more obese and diabetic and hypertensive and they would come in and I would fiddle with their medication dosage and say well you ought to lose some weight Joe but I really didn't know what to tell these people I didn't know what was going on and so I got so frustrated I left general practice went into uh, training to become an anesthesiologist and uh, I had only six months to go with my anesthesia residency when uh, I was working the cardiovascular anesthesia service, uh, which deals with people's hearts and blood vessels. And day after day, I'm putting people to sleep and watching the surgeons open their chest and open their arteries in their heart and pull out this yellow, greasy guck out of their arteries called atherosclerosis. And back then, we thought, it was etiology unknown, we don't know what causes this, but One day I was watching the surgeon pull out a rather slithery piece of uh, uh, material, and I thought to myself, that looks like chicken fat. And the little voice in my shoulders, said, there's a good reason why it looks like chicken fat. It is <laughs> yes, chicken fat, and cow fat, and pig fat, and the fat of uh, the animals this man's been eating. And the the literature was already had reports. Dr. Ornish was doing his work about reversing heart disease on a plant based diet. Uh, now there had been previous reports there. And my dad was, uh, was dying of clogged arteries. I knew I was going to wind up on that operating table with that striker saw going up my chest, and uh, I didn't want that. So I had adopted a plant-based diet and wonderful things happened. A 20-pound spare tire of fat around my waist melted away in about 12 weeks. Uh, My elevated blood pressure went to normal. My elevated cholesterol level went down to 140. And I felt great waking up in a nice, lean, light body uh, every day and i realized at that point that uh the food is extremely important and and i knew i didn't want to be an anesthesiologist spending my time putting people to sleep i'd rather go back to general practice and help them wake up so um so much to my parents dismay with six months to go with my residency i left the anesthesia went back to general practice and for the past uh, 35 years, I've been doing nutritionally-based medicine, and again, I've been, I'm continually amazed and uh, ultra appreciative of the power of a plant-based, a whole food plant-based diet. We're not talking about energy bars and granola drinks here. We're talking about you know, big salads, hearty vegetable soup, um, big plates of steamed green and yellow vegetables, lentil stews, um, no cheese, bean burritos, lots, lots of great food. And the same thing happens in my patients. Uh, I'm the happiest doctor I know. My patients get healthier. They get leaner. Their blood pressure goes down. Their cholesterol goes down. And the I remember when I was in early in my career, the the power of the doctor when I uh, would we, well, let's get them on you know beta blockers for their arrhythmia and and, and uh, afterload reducers for their heart failure and antibiotics for their infection. Now the fun. Is getting them off their pills. Oh, we don't need that one. Oh, you can stop that one. Don't need that one anymore. Now the fun is getting people so healthy, they don't need to come and see me. Uh, I'd rather be out bicycling and uh, tell my patients, you know, my job, my, my wish for you is you become a lean, healthy, happy person, a normal pressures and normal blood sugars and so you don't have to come and see me again and I work with them every day I we work with cooking instructors and uh, and uh, lifestyle coaches to uh, help these people make the changes which is getting easier and easier because the food is the, the food is more and more delicious and there's wonderful cookbooks and courses available online now so it's a, it's a great time to be a plant-based physician because uh, it really is a cutting edge of a really healing medicine not just symptom control. But um, it's, it's just the most gratifying thing I've experienced to see my patients become healthy right before my eyes. So I'm the happiest doc I know.
1: Well, that's that's wonderful. And the goals are, are so excellent. And I would say that we are part of a profession that tries to put itself out of business. And uh, if we can do that, I, I think we all feel gratified. And so uh, what a lovely way to use all your knowledge. Uh, Talk to us about the overview of what a plant-based diet looks like, and then I'd like to go into some details on specific foods and what kind of nutrients we get from those foods.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Again, this is a A diet that is filled with wonderful tastes and textures. And one of the beauties, one of the glories of this is because when you're dealing with whole plant foods uh, that have not been processed, um, the fiber content, the water content of, of, of vegetables and, and salads and soups, et cetera, are, are quite high. And you fill your stomach up with mostly fiber and water at one of these meals, and and you're very satisfied. But the truth is it doesn't stick to you. And so uh, for that, it, uh, we get rid of most of the water and the fiber, et cetera, and that leaves us nice and healthy. And as a result – it's a liberating uh, diet. There is no portion control. Whether you go back for a fourth bowl of vegetable soup, who cares, it's vegetable soup. So so uh, it's a guilt-free eating. And uh, with that uh, context, uh, breakfast, uh, uh, if people aren't hungry, it's okay to have some tea or some water till you get hungry. And if that ha- doesn't happen until late in the morning or early afternoon, that's fine. But when you get hungry, uh, or if you are hungry in the morning, a uh, big bowl of oatmeal with fresh fruit on it or, or just fruit alone, a cantaloupe or something like that, perfectly uh, fine meal, uh, fine breakfast. But again, there's all these hearty breakfast cereals. And and now there's these lovely plant-based milks, almond milk, rice milk, oat milk that you could pour in that without the jerry milk. So breakfast is nice and hearty, fruit and meal. and lunches and dinners. Um, I say base them on the four S's: uh, uh, salads, soups, steamed vegetables, and healthy starches. So, uh, uh, big salads are absolutely important. We must have those, that fresh, live vitality that comes out of uh, out of fresh uh, vegetables. And so, big salads, uh, really heavy on the dark green leafy vegetables, the romaine lettuce, the spinach, etc., um, is uh, should be a feature of at least one meal. in, probably lunch and dinner. So salads are really key for that vital food. Uh, then soups, I'm a big fan of hearty vegetable soups. There's a world of hearty stews and soups and chowders and curries and posoles and uh, wonderful uh, hearty soups that you can make up a big crock pot full of it and uh, uh, ladle about a quarter of it into uh, plastic containers, let them cool, put them in your freezer so you can bring them out, heat them with those days you don't want to cook. Uh, and then, then uh, the the rest of the meal you can uh, the rest of the soup you can keep the crock croc, croc pot down on low, low heat, and every time you walk through the kitchen, lay out a cup of soup and, uh, and uh, chow down and uh, yeah, work your way through the, uh, through the pot of soup. And what's ever left, you can either let it cool and um, uh, put it in the fridge overnight and finish it the next day, or, again, you can, you can freeze the rest of it. So hearty soups are very convenient, and they really cut down the, uh, the amount of cooking you have to do. You can use cut-up vegetables that are already bagged and frozen for you at, um, in the, at the supermarket uh steamed vegetables are really important you need something green and something yellow at most every meal the greens are because the dark greens like uh, uh spinach kale chard broccoli Brussels sprouts asparagus uh these have so many important nutrients uh first of all this is where cows get their calcium i mean cows don't drink milk where do you get all the calcium it's in the soil and it comes up in the green plants. They get it out of the green eat and that's where we should get our calcium as well. And so, big plates of steamed kale and chard, etc., with every uh, with every uh, lunch and dinner. And and you can drizzle some lemon juice or balsamic vinegar on them, or uh, some oil salad dressing. Lots of things to, to dress the greens with. And yellow vegetables are really important for the carotenes and the antioxidants. So, carrots, squash, sweet potatoes. Uh, I tell my patients green and yellow, green and yellow, green and yellow should be your favorite colors at dinner time. they they're, they're or something you know dark green and yellow on your plate uh, for lunch and dinner and then you need some healthy starches uh, for calories for energy um the potatoes <laughs> Uh, uh, quinoa, um, any grains that uh, people find themselves uh, enjoying, uh, and be- because people are concerned about protein, I always like to have them have something made from the legume family. Anything in a pod is legume: beans, peas, chickpeas, lentils. So um, uh, a lentil stew, uh, a bean burrito, a hummus sandwich, uh, something uh, something that has legume protein in it as well uh, will really increase the nutritional value. And for dessert, there's whole world of fruits have a mango and a papaya. My wife and I like um, blueberries in the evening with some rice or almond milk over it. So uh, it's certainly not a diet of deprivation. And you can do it with any nationality flavor you'd like. You can make it Italian-style, Chinese, East Indian, Mexican, wonderful. Use all these wonderful seasonings. So it's certainly not, uh, you know, a diet of deprivation at all. And, you know, we're talking you know, the difference between beef chili and bean chili, you know, so what? It's not that huge a sacrifice. I don't think it would be a sacrifice at all. But it makes such a difference uh, to change from animal foods to plant-based foods. You're, you're, we're really made to run on plant-based foods. Everything about our anatomy screams that.
1: We need to expand on this uh, in the next okay. segment. I love what you've said, the four S's. And for mm-hmm. those of you who have just tuned in with us, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us. We will be right back after this break.
3: MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com.
4: Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary.
5: All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils.
0: To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary.
5: Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics? It can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane,
1: or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, trying to bring you a wide variety of good information all about you and your health. Now, I want to remind you that Village Green's nutrition advisors have an exciting new tool called the Natural Medicines Comprehensive Database. This is quite important. There's a lot of information available to you. It provides unbiased scientific information on dietary supplements, natural medicines, and complementary alternative and integrative therapies. So take advantage of this. Now, we're here every Sunday morning, and Kevin will be here with you next Sunday uh, talking about biological dentistry. Our guest today is Dr. Michael Clapper, a physician with a diverse background, and he is talking to us about using a whole food plant-based diet to overcome common diseases such as diabetes and to heal leaky gut. Now, we are talking about a full array of chronic diseases that we uh, have that have increased in the last 50 years, and we could even say 100 years, uh, so that right now, people consider it normal to have cardiovascular disease, diabetes, obesity, et cetera. So, Dr. Clapper, let's keep the conversation going and review those uh, four S's. It makes it very easy to understand what is in a plant-based diet. So, would you just go over the four S's again for those who have just tuned in?
2: Sure. Um, the four S's is, is well, it's a memory aid. For you walk into the kitchen, you've already had breakfast, as I said, fruit and oatmeal. Uh, that works. But you walk into the kitchen, lunchtime, dinner time. Okay, I got to put together a healthy meal for a healthy lunch or healthy dinner for me or my family. Uh, what makes a healthy meal? Well, the four S's will guide you right through it. Uh, uh, have a salad. We need those raw vegetables, so salad is one S. Second is uh, hearty vegetable soups. Sure, they're easy to make, they last a long time, and uh, you can eat all you want. They really deliver a lot of nutrition in per first spoonful. So hearty vegetable soups is the second S. Now, the third S is steamed vegetables, especially green and yellow vegetables. You need dark green leafies and uh, yellow vegetables uh, at least once a day, not twice a day. And then the final S are healthy starches. And you need those calories in the form of potatoes or grains. And I also like to add uh, legumes as well as far as the um, uh, to get extra protein, um, beans, peas, chickpeas, lentils. So lentil stews and hummus sandwiches and bean Burritos, things like that, and so those four S's: soup, salads, steamed vegetables, and healthy starches will get you. You know, that as a a clothesline, you can hang a healthy meal on, and then all sorts of colorful fruits for dessert. And again, you can have all you want. If you want a third helping of any of that, go ahead. (laughs) You're still going to wind up lean and healthy on this wonderful food.
1: Well, I like that you pointed out you don't have to measure calories. Uh This is not something that is limiting, and if you are hungry and you consume more vegetables, vegetable soup, more salads, uh, you feel good and it's lasting. Talk to us uh a little bit more about the nuts and seeds and their values which how to handle them and what's the healthiest way to consume them right.
2: I think nuts and seeds certainly have a valuable role in the diet. Uh, They do provide uh, oils, especially omega 3 fats. Most of the nuts, I must admit, are way more heavy than omega 6 fats. And and as as a cashew fanatic, I've had to way throttle back uh, my intake of that nut. Uh, The best of the nuts are walnuts. They seem to have the most of the essential omega 3 fats. Uh, And some of the seeds, pumpkin seeds, are probably the best. Chia seeds, hemp seeds, ground flax seeds on your oatmeal. All these are are sources of the essential omega-3 long-chain fatty acids that we need for our brain function, our nerve function, hormone production, skin oils. So... Uh, the problem is that people eat way, way too much of these, and so the general rule about the nuts, uh, any of them are okay as long as you can find it on a given day to a small handful. We're talking about you know, 12 almonds or you know, a dozen walnuts, eating one at a time, you know, turn off the television, you know, you know, put an a, a almond in your mouth, and, and chew it up, make almond butter in your mouth before you swallow it. Be fully present with each mouthful. We we, we become a nation of shovelers. We just sit in front of the TV or in the car and we're shoveling the food in. We, we no longer even are aware of the goodness in the food. So if nuts are eaten in a, in a small quantity, uh, the actual variety of nuts doesn't matter that much. And the same thing with the seeds. As long as it's a few tablespoons of pumpkin seeds in a salad, uh, that, that's a reasonable way to use them. So uh, it, it's okay to use these wonderful foods. Uh, just uh, gluttony is never uh, uh, a good thing, even uh, with so-called healthy So hold it to a handful and enjoy the nuts and seeds. They're part of a healthy, balanced diet.
1: And they make nice snacks.
2: They sure do, but again, <laughs> be, be eat them consciously and judiciously, yes, they do.
1: Mindful, mindful eating.
2: Mindful eating, very nice phrase, absolutely. Yes.
1: Um, what about flax seeds and flax seed oil and grinding them? What's the difference? Uh, many people ask this question.
2: Yes, I'm a big fan of flax seeds. We have ground flax seeds on our table, and I sprinkle them on my culture oil or in my wife looks into our hot cereal, and they're a wonderful source of not only uh, um, omega-3 fats, but uh, they have uh, lignans and things that uh, help our immune system, and it certainly their fiber helps keep us regular. They certainly have a role to play in the diet, and the omega-3 fats can be a little challenging uh, for a completely plant-based eater to get. And so those flax seeds, chia seeds, hemp seeds, uh, you should uh, have a couple tablespoons of one of them uh, pretty much every day. And uh, along again with the walnuts, there's also omega-3 fats in dark leafy greens. The cell walls of uh, the cell membranes of these uh, plants have omega-3 fats. So again, those big helpings of kale and chard and broccoli and Brussels sprouts uh, also contribute to our omega-3 uh, intake during the day. But uh, the chia seeds and flax seeds are some of the best of, of the seeds, and I encourage their uh, uh, their use regularly. They go nice on salads as well.
1: And what... Oh,
2: uh, plastic oil. I'm not a big. I used to. I used to recommend it. These oils—they're so fragile. They go rancid so quickly uh, that you don't know. Even in, in the refrigerator, um, the, the little bit of oxygen that's in the bottle there uh, is always oxidizing the, the top layer of oil in the bottle, and you don't want to be eating rancid oils. They're, free, they're full of free radicals that damage our cells. So uh, I'm not a big fan of any oil. Actually, well, we this is oil-free cooking at our house and at our clinic. As well, and uh, there, there's there's nothing. It's all these oils are just liquid fat in a bottle. There's there's nothing really magic about them, and you've lost all the good lignans and fiber and everything else when you when you just squeeze out the oil. So I'm not a big fan of, of any liquid oil. That includes the vaunted olive oils in the Mediterranean diet. They all make our blood thicker. They injure our artery walls. There, there, there's nothing healthy about pouring olive oil all over your, your, your food, and uh, and the uh, nutritional flaxseed oil again. It's so. So you might as well just eat the whole flax ground flax seeds. I think you're you're far ahead if you do that.
1: well, you you get the nutrients when the seeds are ground or made into another mm-hmm. seed butter. so uh yes. that's, that's Good, true. good advice. Um, this is a very nice high fiber diet. and tell mm-hmm. us the benefits that people should experience when they go from a diet that is very low in fiber to a high fiber diet.
2: Oh, you notice that difference pretty much immediately. Within a day or two, uh, you realize how much our digestive system requires large amounts of whole plant fiber. And, of course, uh, the thoughts about regularity and all of that uh, come to mind. Uh, but there's so many more advantages. But regarding the regularity, people who eat these big salads and big plates of, of green yellow vegetables and whole grains, uh, they notice that their, their stools become uh, large, soft, easy to pass. Um, and uh, that happens certainly once or twice a day instead of my patients who used to have a bowel movement only once every three days when they're eating a bunch of meat and and cheese and this is so beneficial for the colon so many of the diseases we get the diverticulitis and colon cancers this is from an animal-based diet and when the when there's not enough fiber in the diet uh, this colon has to squeeze so hard to move the stool mass along that uh, little outpouching start popping out from the wall of the colon called diverticuli, and they can get infected and put you on the operating table. Well, on a whole food plant-based diet, that not only does that stop happening, but the pressure in the colon drops because the uh, colon wall can push the stool mass along at a very low pressure, and those diverticuli close up, and the, the disease basically becomes quiescent. Um, the risk of colon cancer goes way down, and we're understanding now this fiber has many more properties than just uh, its physical mass. Uh, the uh, uh, the fiber, in especially whole grains, uh, is digested by the bacteria that live in our colon, and they're turned into these wonderful short-chain fatty acids like butyrate that nourish the wall of the colon. Uh, it is so beneficial in so many ways to eat a whole-food, plant-based diet, and our digestive system turns, into the ones like like uh, the gorillas and all the other plant-eating animals that uh, uh, don't. I've never had a gorilla in my office with constipation or diverticulitis. Uh, that they know what to eat, and their digestive system works great on a high-fiber diet, and, and my patients find the same thing too.
1: Yes, it's very important, and uh, we are discovering much more about the uh, GI microbiome and uh, what impresses me is the fact that the typical Western individual in our Western culture has about 25% of the diversity in their colon, this diversity of the microbiome. And there's so many important jobs that it does, including manufacturing neurotransmitters and being responsible for 70% of the immune system. When we talk about that microbiome, we I think every time I interview someone about it, I come away more in awe of what our guts do for us and the importance of the microbes that live there. Uh, You and me both. (laughs) Absolutely. So uh, we'll carry on this conversation in the next segment. If you've just tuned in with us, folks, You're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break with more interesting information from Dr. Michael Clapper on using a whole food, plant-based diet to overcome common diseases such as diabetes, cardiovascular diseases, obesity, and how to heal a leaky gut so we'll we'll capture that information in the next segment stay with us folks we'll be right back
5: Available at Village Green Apothecary. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet?
6: Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or Go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying
4: mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorn Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D-1000 and D-5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, trying to bring you a wide variety of good information, and we do that every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., So tune in next Sunday for Kevin's interview on biological dentistry. Now today, our guest is Dr. Michael Clapper, who is a physician with an extremely diverse background, and we're talking with him about using a whole food plant-based diet to overcome common diseases such as diabetes, cardiovascular diseases, obesity, and we can go on and on and on. So we also want to talk about healing the leaky gut, and Dr. Clapper, if you would uh, give a definition of the leaky gut for those people who may not be familiar with the term uh, and how we get it and what we can do about it.
2: Yes, it's a becoming increasingly important topic these days. And I'll be glad to uh, explain it. I'd like to uh, remind my, inform your viewers that everything that I'm basically I've said so far and we will be talking about uh, is covered on my website, uh, drclapper.com. It's spelled out um, D-O-C-T-O-R-K-L-A-P-E-R. Dot com, one p and clapper. So as if this goes by kind of quickly, I invite your listeners to uh, go to my website and uh, watch my video on leaky gut. So what? A, what a strange name it sounds, uh, but it's actually fairly descriptive. Uh, it turns out that our intestinal tract, 22 feet of small intestine, six feet of large intestine, uh, has a has many functions. But there's at least two that are the most important. One, of course, the small intestine is the organ through which we absorb our nutrients, and the colon is largely where we absorb um, the water back into our bloodstream. But there's also a very important barrier function. There's a lot of things going in through your intestine in the food stream that you do not want out in your bloodstream, undigested food proteins the the breakdown products of bacterial cell walls and the fungal elements that are that normally live in our guts you don't want that stuff in your bloodstream and a healthy intestinal lining will not allow these big molecules to to uh, infiltrate um, into the uh, into the veins that surround the um, intestinal tubing but we do things that injure our gut wall now, there are things that directly can do this um, one of the most notorious are unfortunately non anti-inflammatories like uh, ibuprofen and naproxen uh, these will uh, increase the permeability of the gut but also as you mentioned uh, a very important part of that barrier are the trillions of microbes that live in the in the mucus layer that's secreted on the surface of the inner lining of the intestine, which allows mucus is there to allow the food to slide along. And that's where our microbiome lives, in this wonderful nutrient mucus layer. And, and it's like a garden. And you want all sorts of healthy microbes and a whole food plant-based diet we now know uh, fosters the you know, growth of the, of the beneficial type of bacteria, the Firmicutes bacteria, and uh, people have a lot less digestive and immune problems on a plant-based diet. But if you eat an animal-based diet, you're going to summon up bacterioidities and other type of, of pathogens that are not friendly to the underlying tissue. And also, Modern life is an assault on our gut bacteria. These are all soil organisms that really, that's where they originally come from, and the, uh, we used to be you know, in ancient times, and up until modern times, we were drinking out of streams, we were pulling up vegetables out of the soil, and we weren't washing them chlorinated water. So we would, we'd be getting these soil microbes running through our digestive system, just like the grazing animals did when they drank out of the streams and, and pulled up their grazing grasses. But 21st century life is the total opposite. Uh, you, you turn on the tap, and out comes chlorinated drinking water, which is okay, I don't want to treat cases of ty- cholera and typhoid fever, but the, that chlorine is there to kill bacteria. And every cup of tea or soup that you make with chlorinated drinking water eh, doesn't do good things for your soil bacteria, for your gut bacteria. Um, we uh, people drink uh, cola drinks. They're drinking phosphoric acid that kills uh, the gut bacteria. Uh, the people uh, take ant- they go to the doctor for a runny nose or a scratchy throat and get a prescription for antibiotics, and that kills off good bacteria. If they eat chicken or other flesh foods, these animals are fed antibiotics that are in the in the flesh uh, 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 that are still active when they get down in our gut. And people drink alcohol. Uh, in-, in the hospital, we dip our instruments into alcohol to kill bacteria. And here we are drinking this stuff, a glass of wine and beer. And and so the steady assault on our gut bacteria knocks down the the, the beneficial microbes. And then we eat so much sugar, all the cakes and candies and white bread and soft drinks. You know, there's this deluge of sugar goes down there that feeds the the pathogenic microbes. and It's no wonder we wind up with a so-called dysbiosis, so, you know, bad balance of bacteria. And these bacteria put out, their byproducts go down and they injure the gut wall and that starts allowing food proteins and bacterial antigens and protein molecules to leak into the bloodstream. These then flow through tissues throughout our body and set off all sorts of reactions. They can flow through the joints, set off arthritis. They can flow through the bronchial membranes, make asthma worse. They can set off autoimmune diseases like lupus. And so we're realizing that Uh, again, what we eat, uh, well, Hippocrates was right on a level he couldn't possibly have imagined when he said, let food be your medicine. It's really true. As we stop all those toxic substances uh, into our body and stop the animal flesh and go to a plant-based diet, this all heals. Uh, The gut flora changes, the gut wall reestablishes itself, and, and a lot of these symptoms then start going away. So there's other things, too. There's, there's some fine-tuning uh, touches uh, as far as a gut healing program. And, again, it's on my website, drclapper.com, uh, and you can watch the Leaky Gut uh, webinar on, on that site. But this is this is not a lifetime curse. Guts heal. You're always growing new skin. Or you're always growing a new, a new gut lining, and it will reestablish itself in a number of weeks or months if you stop, stop the assault. But it's an area that has really focused attention of a lot of physicians who didn't think food matters, the rheumatoid. I'll just, oh, what my patients eat has no effect on their joints. And the gastroenterologist, No, oh, but my patients eat has no effect on their intestines, on their colitis, or their Crohn's disease. Doctors, they, what your patients are eating, absolutely, it has a big effect on the, uh, on the symptoms that they're bringing to your office. And it's time all doctors start paying attention to what their patients are eating. I ask every one of my patients, take me through yesterday's eating day. What did you have for breakfast? What did you have for lunch? What did you have for dinner? And I listen to what they tell me, because that's usually where the source of their problem lies. So nutritional medicine, instead of being boring, as many of my colleagues think, is actually very exciting because it holds the key to these people really getting better.
1: Excellent. You've covered it. And I just want to reiterate that you guide people very carefully uh, how to prepare these foods, what what to do, how to change your lifestyle It's one thing to say, go out and eat more plant-based foods. It may not be enough. People need to know how to do it. And it sounds silly, I mean, because you're making a salad of totally available vegetables and maybe even some fruits in there. Uh, It it seems like, what do we have to learn about that? But I think the the way we put the uh, different foods together enhances taste and the use of herbs which again were part of medicine. They weren't really just to make the taste better. They had a goal. So, I appreciate what you're teaching us here. Um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, beans and green vegetables and vitamin C, uh, uh, such as that that comes from lemon juice, in absorbing iron because people do ask this question about getting enough iron.
2: Yes, and it's one of the more elegant aspects of nutritional medicine, how the foods interact with each other. Um, if you are especially a woman of reproductive age uh, and have uh, been struggling with iron deficiency, anemia, if you're losing more iron every month in the menstrual flow than you're taking in, uh, uh, you don't want to be taking iron pills. Uh, first of all, before I go on, I must say the majority of women with a heavy periods uh, are suffering because of the dairy that in their diet, the milk and cheese. And ice cream, all dairy products now are made from the milk of pregnant cows. The cows are all pregnant now, and that keeps them. And their milk is flowing all through their pregnancy, and because we genetically modified the cows, so the estrogen content of modern dairy products is getting to be really shocking. And so all the estrogens that they're eating in milk and cheese and ice cream and yogurt makes them have extra heavy periods, sprout up fibroids, etc. So first thing I do is have them pull out the dairy in their diet and everybody benefits from that move. And I I grew up on a dairy farm, and I I won't touch the stuff. Uh, But then after we deal with that uh, causative uh, problem, uh, then to increase iron intake. Iron is a tough mineral to absorb. You only absorb about 1% of the iron in the foods there. But you can increase that fraction by a by a factor of six. You can increase the absorption of iron six times with the presence of vitamin C. And no, I'm not advocating a vitamin C tablet with, with dinner, but, but as you mentioned, I am advocating that if you have a big plate of broccoli or kale in front of you, squeeze lemon juice over it. If you're going to be making a nice dark green spinach salad, put some mandarin orange slices in there that citrus and greens combination goes a long way towards uh, increasing iron absorption uh, and uh, probably helps calcium absorption as well so we make a habit of uh, getting citrus and greens in our, uh, our on our dinner table uh, most days of the week
1: excellent these are such excellent suggestions and uh, Anything else to add? Just uh, we have a short time before this segment is over. Something about the phytic acid in the beans and grains, and tell us about that.
2: Right. Phytic acid is is a really important nutrient uh, for maintaining the... Uh, the health of the, as you mentioned, seventy percent of our immune cells uh, are lining the intestinal tract, and phytic acid uh, helps nourish these cells. Uh, I, I just want to mention that uh, if people say, "Well, how do I get started?" There are some wonderful resources on the web. I urge people to go um, to uh, see, uh, go to a website called com, and watch the film by that name, ForksOverKnives.com. The fork is your dinner fork, the knife is a scalpel going down your chest. You want the fork over the knife, I'll tell you. And on the website, watch this wonderful film, but also on the website, they have uh, meal plans and how to make this transition. Um... PCRM, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, pcrm.org. Um, they've got a vegetarian starter kit. It's free. You just just click on it. There's lots of help available. If you don't know where to start, uh, check out Forks Over Knives and, and Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. And go to my website, drclapper.com D-O-C-T-O-R-K-L-A-P-E-R.com. I've got meal plans and a lot of Q&As there to help people with, um, with this transition as well.
1: Well, I want to remind people again, drclapper.com is the website, and that's where you're going to get the good information, and it's wonderful that you share that. Now, for those that have tuned in, uh, I'm Dana Lake. I'm your host for the hour, and you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're having a fascinating conversation with Dr. Michael Clapper. And we're talking about a whole food, plant-based diet to overcome modern chronic diseases and to heal leaky gut. So stay with us, folks. We'll be right back with the last segment and more interesting information.
3: MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit
4: us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village. Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com.
5: All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega 3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega 3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary. or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils.
1: 0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM, and we've had this wonderful discussion with Dr. Michael Clapper about a whole food, plant-based diet to overcome common diseases and the ones that plague us today. Uh, So, Dr. Clapper, let's wind up the show with more information. Please share some of your pearls of wisdom.
2: Well, uh, it's turning out that... Our view of nutrition is changing dramatically, and things we used to think were good—fishes, you know—we have fish every day or every week, whatever. Uh, the fish are becoming filled with mercury and pesticides. There's nothing in them that we really need. You can get the omega three uh, out of plants, and for that reason, we're, you know, we're, but we're strip mining the oceans, we're clear cutting the oceans. We've got to let the fish off the hook here and let them swim in the oceans. Uh, we got to stop eating fish, and there's nothing magic about eggs. The oak an egg is the biggest of fat and cholesterol on the planet. There's nothing healthy about flooding your body with that stuff either. Uh, So uh, the more plant food you eat and the fewer animal food you eat, the healthier you're going to be. And there's a bigger question involved here. These animals don't come from the farm. Uh, They're coming out of our children's future. Uh, The large-scale industrial production of animal flesh is a driving environmental disaster on this planet. Uh, This why we're cutting down the forest to make grazing land and crop land for, for, for beef and, and other animal uh, food. Uh, that's where most of our water goes into animal flesh. Most of the topsoils are eroding off the farm fields, growing corn and soybeans for animal fodder. Uh, the most pesticides are sprayed on corn and soybean fields for animal fodder. Uh, the, the animal flesh production and consumption is not only destroying our health, it's destroying uh, the planet and our children's future. If we adopt a plant-based diet, everything begins to change. It's the one thing humans can do. Now we, we, we can't put electric cars in everybody's garage. You can't put solar panels in everybody's house tomorrow, but everybody could change to a plant-based diet. and It doesn't cost a penny, and everything gets better. The forest returned, the, the soil stabilized, the water uh, becomes pure, uh, the species extinction stops. It's the one thing we can do. It's the most single most effective action anyone can take to both improve their own health and the health of the planet and every every child that comes after us. So there's more than involved here than just a person's cholesterol level, but that, of course, benefits too. So this is the era of plant-based nutrition is dawning. With the Paleolithic view of nutrition and, and us as cavemen really has to fade into the boneyard where it and, and the era of plants is going to create healthy people, a healthy planet, and a healthy future. And there's so much information on making this delicious food happen in, in everyone's diet. I really urge everyone to uh, go to my website, uh, com, go to PCRM, go to Over Knives, educate yourself, start eating this wonderful food, and you'll stay out of the clutches of people like me.
1: Yes, those are, that's a good recommendation for resources. And as you said, you also uh, have many uh, recipes. And yes. it's pretty easy uh, when you're using a natural f- plant-based diet, but the recipes are important the way foods are combined. And you mentioned earlier that these this diet goes with any culture. And uh, you can change based on an Asian style diet, more Mediterranean, more if you want to have uh, more Italian, it's the herbs, it's the way things Mm -hmm. are put together that make it good. So uh, you've given us such good information. And I want to remind people that it's drclapper.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-C-L-A-P-E-R. No, K K K L A K L A P E R. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, We look forward to having you on the show again, Dr. Clapper, and thank you for being here. We've enjoyed what you shared.
2: Thank you so much. What an important function you've done for all your listeners, and uh, you're a, you're a physician too, is, is educating your patients. We're here to, to teach, and you're doing a great job. Thank you for the opportunity.
1: Okay, thank you. That was very interesting for all of us. Now, to our listeners, this is a reminder about Dr. Joseph Pizzorno's new book, "The Toxin Solution: How Hidden Poisons in the Air, Water, Food, and Products We Use." are destroying our health and what we can do to fix it. It's currently available for pre-order on thetoxinsolution.com, thetoxinsolution.com. It has strong endorsement from many leading health experts, some of whom you've heard on this station, and that's Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. James Gordon, Jeffrey Bland, Dr. David Perlmutter, Dr. Michael Murray, and JJ Virgin. Now, the toxin solution is about eliminating avoidable toxins, and that is done so that you can avoid and enjoy a longer life with this essential health guide. And it's from a pioneer in integrative medicine, Dr. Joseph Pizzarno. He's an author, a teacher, a practitioner, and he's the founder of Bastyr University, the country's first and largest fully accredited university of natural medicine. It is very important to take a look at this book. I'll mention again the website and the name of the book, The Toxin Now, it's Autism Month, so I wanted to talk to you about autism and some of the resources and books that will be helpful to you. Now, there is a paradigm shift in autism. At one time, it was blamed completely on cold mothers, that mothers were not loving and attentive, and that is why a child had autism. And this prevailed based on a Johns Hopkins Psychiatrist's opinion without any data to back it up. And the Autism Research Institute, and I think you should take a look at that. The Autism Research Institute was started by Bernie Rimland, and he was a psychologist whose son had odd behaviors. And he and his wife dedicated themselves to trying to understand what was behind it. And it was Bernie who started the organization that ultimately became the Autism Research Institute. It took him decades to get traditional medicine to look at this condition as a metabolic condition, not a behavioral condition. The behaviors that you see in autism are not cho- they're not choices by the individuals. They cannot help the behaviors. And they come from the underlying metabolic, immune, inflammatory, genetic contributors that alter the brain function. They involve inflammation. So, autism is now well understood to be a multifaceted condition, which includes the consequences of environmental impact on gene variance and gene expression. It's called epigenetics. What you come into the world with and what happens to that. And it includes dysfunctions in the following. Barrier integrity. We talked about leaky gut. This is about the brain. Gastrointestinal problems, inflammation, immune problems. And these culminate in the response to surroundings and stimuli like foods, food components, toxins, artificial additives, pesticides, medications, and drugs. Many of these children are more sensitive to medications, and that includes vaccinations. This is not to say vaccinations cause autism. It's to say that a child who has some deficits, including something called MTHFR— can be more sensitive to many, many kinds of medications. So we find that the American Academy of Pediatrics is now on board, and they direct pediatricians to become knowledgeable and complementary alternative treatments for autism, including dietary and nutritional interventions. So uh, go to the Neurological Health Foundation site, the Healthy Child Guide. If you Google Healthy Child Guide, you will get that, Autism Research Institute. Also, look at two books I co-authored with Pam Compart. The Kid-Friendly ADHD and Autism Cookbook, The Ultimate Guide to the Gluten-Free, Casein-Free Diet, and the ADHD and Autism nutritional supplement handbook. All of this information will be helpful and we're focusing on education in Autism Month, which is April. So I want to thank you folks for listening and please remember it's not the number of breaths you take, it's the moment to take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day.